Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. They keep telling me I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Mary Jones. So thank you, Mary. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having an easy name for Tiffany, too. Yeah. I just commented on how <laughs> nice that is. <laughs> Today we will be discussing Chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Servant of Lord... Oh, nope. Just kidding. Not Lord. Just Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> the Servant of Voldemort. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details before we begin we have a weekly profit from megan hey so (laughs) tiffany has already shared this weekly profit on our instagram but (laughs) the music from harry potter and the cursed child is going to be released to an album on november 2nd (laughs) So it is available for pre-sale, and if you go on to Pottermore, they have an article about it, and they have, like, a link to the pre-order there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is by Imogen Heap, and she scored Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Um, and apparently it contains more than 100 moments of music put together oh, wow. into four different suites based on... The, based on the score specifically for the album. So each corresponding to one of the plays for X. So. What, um, what's the price on Pottermore? Because I looked it up on Amazon. It's kind of cheap. I think that it's only for digital download. Mm-hmm. Um, on, oh, I think that, it, hold on, the, the link that I just said took me to Amazon. It was thirteen ninety eight. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. On um, Prime. 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 So is that digital? I think so. It Prince says, child. well, I guess it just says audio CD. Marty made fun of me for buying CDs, so I just didn't know. 
I like I to have buying. CDs. I like having an actual. Me yeah. too. I have nothing to play them on, so there's no point in me buying a CD. I hear this every time we talk about DVDs or Blu-rays or CDs. Well, I mean, with a Blu-ray, I could go downstairs or a DVD, go downstairs and watch it on an actual like real TV. But mm-hmm. I, I, my car doesn't play CDs. No. <laughs> um, you know what? Mine doesn't either. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. And it's a 2018. They must. My have computer. Doing no. that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's any- like the new thing. No CDs in cars. Which is like annoying because like yeah. I have an Adele CD that has like bonus songs on it that you can't even like listen to on YouTube, um, except for covers. And it's not on iTunes, so like that only way I can hear the song is if I play the CD, and I have no way to play the CD. External. Hashtag Toyota's better because <laughs> I still have a CD player in my car. I, I like my car better than yours. And I gotta have. <laughs> yeah, you don't have like the fancy, the quote fancy sound system that doesn't allow CDs to be played. Yes, I don't need it. I want my CDs. Yeah, CDs. Um, All right. <laughs> and the second bit of weekly profit news is that Kate and I at least have officially decided that we're not going to go to Universal in January. So. Big news, friends. It's big news. I mean, this is like, you know, yeah. five years in a row we've gone at the end of yeah. January. So it's really sad. We were gonna plan something, but I think that we'd be better off to save our money and do something else at another time. Go when I can go. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll do a specific Swish Fest weekend, and we'll go down there and plan stuff. And if anybody wants to come, they can come, and all four of us can go and. We'll yeah. plan it. We'll figure something out. I'm busy that day. Like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it time? Yeah. It is time for the re- 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 recap. Just doesn't get old. I know. <laughs> All right. So the whole story is starting to come to light. Sirius is ready to kill Peter, a.k.a. Scabbers, um, if Sirius is telling the truth here. But Remus convinces Sirius that Harry deserves to hear the truth before he does anything. So we learn all about how Remus become, became a werewolf and how that's really the very start of the whole story. How the Marauders came to be because of it. How Sirius played a trick on Snape. But Snape, he's playing a trick on them because he's listening to this whole thing under the invisibility cloak. What? 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 <laughs> Alright. So, Snape is in the building. <laughs> And Sirius is not happy about it. So he tries to get the ball rolling in his favor and then gets blasted by the trio and is knocked out. Uh, While he is taking a nap, more truth is revealed and (laughs) the rat true face is shown. Sirius and Remus are officially friends again and ready to avenge their friend's death, but Harry intervenes. They set a plan into motion to free the innocent and keep the traitor in chains. Let's hope it stays that way. Hmm. I don't know. Mama said, knock you out. I love that song. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Unless I, I don't, I don't know, listen to it again. Anywho. <laughs> I think this is where I started to get a little nuts in my notes because I see a whole lot of caps. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's just let's just go on in here. All right. I said hello, Snape. <laughs> hello. Hello. 
His uh, his appearance scares the bananas out of Hermione and Harry, and Sirius jumps to his feet. So Snape, he's like, shown up with the invisibility cloak. First of all, paws off, dude. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Did anybody else think that? I was like, <gasps> yeah. don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And he found it at the base of the Whomping Willow, and I said... As far as Harry goes, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Development, sir. anyone? Huh? Huh? Job? Okay. I know someone's going to comment on that in the group. Um, Snape kept his wand pointed directly at Lupin's chest. That's some serious wand pointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very threatening. You, I would feel like he would be sh- not showing, oh my gosh, pointing it towards Sirius before anybody else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think he just thinks of Remus as, like, a traitor right now to Dumbledore. Like, I was right about you this whole year, and he didn't listen to me, and now I got you. True, true. And uh, Sirius doesn't have a wand. Lupin has all the wands, right? Yeah. True. Yeah. No, not at this point. He just has his wand. He gave the trio back their wands. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, you're right, because he was like, oh, you need it here. Trust me. Because the trio's about to blast Snapey Snape. Snape. Okay. Um, and he also thanks Harry for the cloak. That's such a move. This is a blank move. You know what I mean? Salt in the wound. Yeah, but you know what? Like that's just his speed. That's just what he does. (laughs) It says, "Quote: Snape was slightly breathless, but his face was full of suppressed triumph." What do you think he's thinking in that moment? Oh, finally! He's finally like gotten his revenge on the Marauders. At this point, you know, like, he finally feels even, I guess. Yeah, because, like, I know we see at the end of the chapter how he's basically losing his burp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, right now, like, he is, he's breathless. He's not breathless from climbing and walking or whatever because he's been standing there. Right. His heart rates down, like, naturally from that movement. Like, he's breathless because he's so, like, I don't know, wound up. He's ready to, like, just get this done and over with and get his reward, pretty much. So I wanted to read a quick little blip of Snape right now. It says, you're wondering perhaps how I knew you were here, he said, his eyes glittering. I've just been to your office, Lupin. You forgot to take your potion tonight. That should have been his clue. Like, do you really want to be running around with him? Um. So I took a goblet full along, and very lucky I did. Lucky for me, I mean. Lying on your desk was a certain map. One glance at it told me all I needed to know. I saw you running along this passageway and out of sight. So Snape goes into a rant about Lupin and Black, and stating that he kept telling Dumbledore again and again that it was Lupin who was helping Sirius get into the castle. And now that he has them in the same room together, this is proof of what he's been thinking, which... Not really. Can, I, but I could see that. How he would come to that conclusion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks very, very uh, suspicious. Sarah? Um, did he leave the potion in the classroom? I think so. I don't so. think he has it. Yeah, I don't think he has it. I mean, I don't think he would, but like... But imagine like, him imagine him not putting it down and then like running with it and then like <laughs> there's Wolfsbane's potion everywhere. I don't know. Just a thought. 
don't spill don't spill don't spill (laughs) but what i'm thinking right now is okay you know he needs to take it tonight right he's going Mm -hmm. to transform Mm -hmm. okay i we're jumping ahead a, a smidge here but well it's on my mind before i forget he puts him in ropes Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think if Lupin transformed with no. those ropes on, that would not have helped him. No, no. He can. I don't know if he, he was when he was a teenager transforming. He could beat down doors. I don't think rope yeah. is gonna hold him. Right. So I wonder, like, was he like just not even thinking about the transformation? He wasn't thinking that far ahead. Probably not. Because he's like, yes, ropes would hold the man, but would ropes hold the beast within? I think he's just manic right now, just, like, mm-hmm. so obsessed with this idea of, like, I'm getting back at these people I literally hate. You know, yeah. like, he's not thinking of anything else. He won't even listen yeah. to any of them of what they're saying, you know? So he's not, like, um, rational. Yes. Right. Right, okay. All right, so Lupin is, um, quote, urgently trying to make Snape see that he's making a huge mistake and that Sirius isn't there for Harry, Snape fully ignores this and says that now, too, (laughs) hello, people will be going to Azkaban tonight. His eyes were, quote, gleaming fanatically, excuse me. I said, holy poop, Batman, he has it out for me. (laughs) That's in all caps. (laughs) That's not what I read. Yeah. (laughs) I said choice words here. But... He doesn't care one bit to hear them out. They're all caught. His old bullies are in trouble. And, but the thing right now is this is the adult world, right? They're no longer under, like, Hogwarts rule, right? This is, like, Ministry of Magic, Azkaban, your soul's going to get sucked out rule. And it's not like they're going to go to detention, right? Right. He caught them, and it's either going to be death or losing your soul. Which is worse than death, realistically. Right. So, I just think that that's like... Snape sees red when he sees the Marauders, and there's nothing that's ever going to change that, you know? Yeah, and it, it, it just like, this... To not even hear them out. I know. It just oh, makes he, me... He cannot be rationed with, right? Right? Reason. Reason. <laughs> Reaction, Yeah. <laughs> so Snape rations. Rations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would taste very good. Um, oh. So I wanted. What was that? That was my wine glass. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was a new kind of bell. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to read what Lupin says because it just it kind of like broke my heart. He says, "You fool," said Lupin softly. Is a schoolboy grudge worth putting an innocent man back inside Azkaban? I love that because that's literally what we talked about in the Felix Files for Snape and Sirius. I mean, we brought that up so much. That was pretty much the theme of all those episodes. I mean, it's just different, you know? I mean, and I understand that Sirius gets a lot of passes because, you know, oh, he's attractive, people like him. I'm not saying that anything serious ever did in school was right, because it wasn't. But to compare bullying in high school to literally potentially killing somebody, like, giving them the death penalty, it's just, like, not even comparable. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you know. Oh, I know. 
But <laughs> Snape doesn't know that he's innocent. But he's not even giving him a chance to explain himself. Like, you're talking about someone's life, and you're just going to be like, no, sorry, I don't care what you have to say. I'm going to give you the de- to the Dementors. Bye. How do you know that they know that they know that she knows? <laughs> just kidding. That was a friends reference. Sorry. <laughs> you um, did it wrong, but that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Snape magics um, some snake-like cords, and they tie themselves around Lupin's mouth, wrist, and ankles, and he fell to the floor unable to move. Sirius roars with rage and starts to go at Snape, but Snape turns on him, one-pointed, ready for a reason to kill. And he says, quote, impossible to say which face shows more hatred. And I, I think also that's very hated thought. that part whenever, sorry not to like talk over you, but um, oh. I hated whenever Snape says like, give me a reason. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, no. Give me a reason, man. Because you're giving me a reason. <laughs> <laughs> We have to lighten the mood. We can't do this. This is a, ser- this is a serious episode. Oh, it is. This good. is a really, this is a deep episode. Chapter. Stuff. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Harry is standing there. He's utterly perplexed. Don't laugh at me. Ron's confused, like he um, usually is. And he, hey. <laughs> he's struggling to keep Scabbers still. Hermione, the brave, steps forward, asking Snape that it wouldn't be too much trouble to hear what they have to say about the whole thing, right? Of course it's too much, Hermione. Because the trio is still, they've only gotten, like, a part of the story, so they're right. still they're waiting still to, like, hear. intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, this next section just Ooh. gets me. Snape's basically spat his words out at her, and um, they're already facing expulsion. They're out of bounds. They're with a convicted murderer and a werewolf. He says, hold your tongue. They've been with a werewolf for the entire school year, dude. So you can suck it. Yeah. Anyways. He's just a cuddly little pup. (laughs) He's just a weak pup. (laughs) Wanted to read Snape's outburst from the chapter. He says, and this is all cap Snape. Keep quiet, you stupid girl, Snape shouted, looking suddenly quite deranged. Don't talk about what you don't understand. He's... Nobody understands it except for Sirius and Remus right now. He thinks that he understands. He is so scarred from what they have done. So you gotta remember, we've we've gotta try and keep both sides on this. And it says, a few sparks shot out of the end of his wand, which was still pointed at Black's face. And Hermione fell silent. Poor Herm. Herm. Quote, vengeance is very sweet. That makes me sad. Like, you're just getting back, like, at them. Well, think about, like, how emotional he is that he is making sparks fly out of his wand without doing anything. And he's, like, a very powerful, very controlled person, I feel. Yeah. So, like, to lose that control even a little bit. That speaks some volume. Yeah. He was just, like, like everything that happened to him in his whole life, what like, whatever, with his parents and everything, but especially in school, like, this clearly, he never worked through anything. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really sad. Like, 
I don't know. It just makes me think like I know that there are people that are probably like him in real life and they haven't worked through their issues and it's affecting them in their adult lives. And, and it's so real others. to think about. Go ahead. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. And in turn affects others. Yeah. And it just, it makes me sad because I know that this could be real people. Go ahead, Sarah. Well, and I mean, on the other side of the coin, and then we've talked about this in the Felix Files, is Sirius, where he also is, like, Snape is a product of his environment, and so is Sirius, where, like, right. he really didn't grow up, and the two of them are, like, still kids in school that are bullying, not bullying, but, like, fighting against each other. Yeah. Um, and you still see that, like, he he kind of always acts like a kid because he's almost stunted because he spent so long in um, Azkaban and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 It's just really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Snape also says that he would be the one that um, would catch him, would catch Sirius. And Sirius tells him that the joke's basically on him because all they need to do is bring that rat to the castle and everything will be sorted out. Doesn't work out that way. Snape says, no, we don't need to go up there. I'll just call the Dementors right outside the willow and they can give you a smooch there. <laughs> but like why wouldn't you want to know why wouldn't you want to hear him out I think Snape doesn't even want there to be a chance that he's wrong <coughs> excuse me well that I think probably just thinks he's full of crap well think okay. about it though like you're if you're really like in an argument with someone like full on you are like seeing red you can't even like I know at least in my when I have like fights with people not that I try not to fight with people a lot but if you're you're seeing red and you can't even think, you know what I mean? You were just sort of like, no, like I'm not gonna listen to you, I'm not gonna believe you, I'm not gonna do this. Because yeah. you're just so angry in that yeah. moment, you can't think yeah. of anything else but your anger and being like, I'm right, they're wrong, no matter what, I'm not gonna listen to you. Cause you're gonna say, like Katie said, you're probably gonna say something I don't like or agree with, or I just don't care. It yeah. makes me so sad. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't you need a permission to do this though? Those are ministry dementors. I don't think they care. Just because it's it's like uh, uh, dead or alive, right? Mm-hmm. They, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, the Dementors ahead, came flooding onto the Quidditch field that one time because all the emotions were so high and nobody was controlling them then, you know? Yeah. True. True. And I think when it I comes just... to Sirius, there's probably not very many. Yeah. Like, like if you rules. find him, yeah. cool. Right. Kill him, whatever. Okay. Um, how do you call a Dementor? <laughs> Hello, Dementor. On the phone, L. <laughs> what a do, baby boo. <laughs> I wonder if it's a spell. It might be. Or like maybe they just on my send like a Patronus phone. note, you know? You can't send a Patronus, Patronus to a Dementor? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, I have a message. Oh, now you're gone. <laughs> Wait, come back. <laughs> All right. Um... Sirius is sickened at the thought of the Dementors being called for him. And the mad glint in his eyes seemed to be beyond reason. So, yes, ma'am. When reading this part, it immediately made me think of, like, an actual dog when they know, like, uh-oh, like, I'm in trouble. And you get they get that look on their face, you know what I'm talking about? That, like, yeah. scared dog, yeah. That it's immediately, like, what I thought he looked like. Poor pooch. Yeah. So Snape was going to drag Lupin, not even float him magically, and maybe the Dementors will have a kiss for him too. And I said, W, 
He. I know. I don't understand. I don't get that one. Like I get the other one, but I don't. I don't know about. As I don't an know accomplice. About I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He hates him too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I, I I struggle with this chapter. Yeah, it's very hard to read. Yeah. Um, and so before he knew what he was doing, Harry crossed the room in three strides and blocked the door. Go Harry. Go Harry. Yes. Um, okay. So Harry yells his true and blue Expelliarmus. It's not blue. <laughs> uh, is but, it red? <laughs> yeah, yes. I think it is. <laughs> but at the same time, so does Hermione. Does Ron too? I didn't think Ron did. I think it's just Harry and Hermione. Um, I got my book. Didn't I say Expelliarmus? I don't think so. I did it. Oh, okay. He yells Expelliarmus. <laughs> Sorry. I'm messing you up. I'm just going to sit over here. I thought it was just him and Hermione, but... No, they all did. It says... It says Harry looked around. Both Ron and Hermione had tried to disarm Snape at exactly the same moment. Got it. Boom. Um, So the combination of the three disarming spells throws Snape backwards, and he hits his head against the wall and slides down to the floor, and he's bleeding and is knocked out from it. Hold on. Hold on. Not to call you out. You're missing some all caps Harry there. Oh, what does he say? He says, you're pathetic, Harry yelled. Just because they made a fool oh. of you at school, you won't even listen. Yeah. He loses his mind. And then they stun him. <laughs> he uh, is basically saying what we were thinking while we were reading this chapter. <clears throat> Pretty much. Well, and like I like that he even Snape goes like father like son. I think that like oh. anytime... If someone brings his dad up, it's like a trigger for him. So I think oh, this yeah. really was like, nah, bro, you went too far. Especially with too Snape. Far. Like, mm-hmm. anytime Snape is like, oh, James, he's so arrogant, Harry immediately sees red. Just like, yeah. yeah. There's no need to call me pro- Sir Professor. <laughs> I love it. Um, so Black says Harry should have let him do it. And then I said here, do we realize that J.K. is still calling him Black? Because I think that we don't fully trust him yet. So we're not calling him Sirius yet. It's still Black. I like that a Serious issue. Yes. (laughs) Um, So Hermione is absolutely terrified that they attacked the teacher and thinks that they'll be in so much more trouble. But do they ever really get in trouble? Let's be honest. Not when you're with HP. Right? It's that HP effect. Um... (laughs) Also, we're calling Remus Lupin. Like, we're still addressing him as that. Like, I wonder why we're not just saying Remus. Or she's just not saying Remus at this point. I feel like maybe because right now... Like, do we call him Remus at any other point in the chapter? Is it always Lupin? It's always Lupin. I think it's always Lupin. He's a teacher still, Even in so later maybe... books, though, is it still Lupin? Yeah. But you hear his name more from, like, people who aren't Molly. students. I think because yeah. he's mm-hmm. Professor Lupin to, pe- to the oh, okay. kids. So I Harry, think that's so why. that's, like, because we're reading Harry's mind. Yeah. Well, not really. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's why. It would be Snape. But it does switch from black to serious. Uh, why wouldn't he just do that and find the truth? Uh, because he's he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think because he it. legitimately just doesn't want to know it. He just well, doesn't want to know. Stinks. I know. Like garbage. Garbage. And trash. 
So, Harry, at this point, still doesn't say that he believes... He believes Lupin, even after Sirius unties Remus, or believes Sirius and Remus' story. He's still not positive. He, like, wants more info at this point. Um, So Sirius and Remus are like, okay, it's time for proof. Like, we need to just show you so that we can stop talking about it. Um, And then Remus asked... Or Harry asked, how does Sirius know that Scabbers is actually Peter? Like, how did he find him? And Remus also is curious about this. So now we get to finally learn the whole story. So Sirius pulls out the crumpled piece of paper, which is the photo from the Daily Prophet of Ron and his family in Egypt. And you can see Scabbers on Ron's shoulder, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Remus is like, how'd you get it? And so Fudge came in to inspect Azkaban uh, last year, and he gave him the paper. Like, Sirius must have asked him for it. Which we hear that from Fudge mm-hmm. himself when, the, when right. Harry eavesdrops. Yeah. He eavesdrops in the three broomsticks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Says he missed the crossword. Yep. So Ugh. he gives it to him. He recognized... Uh, he recognizes Peter at once. He'd seen him transform, like, so many times. First of all, he was, he was, him and James were helping him learn how to be it because he, I believe he was the last one to accomplish becoming an Animagus. Yep. Um, so they see him transform all those times while they're practicing, not on top of all the times that they went out with Remus. So as soon as he saw him, he recognized it. Um, but then Lupin looks at the picture and is just like, oh my gosh, his front paw. So we know, yeah, we know that Peter, all they found of Peter was his finger. So Peter had cut off his finger himself. Black had cornered him on the street and Peter yelled for the entire street to hear that he had betrayed Lily and James. Then before Sirius could curse him, he blew apart the street with the wand behind his back, killed everyone within 20 feet of himself and sped down into the sewer with the other rats. So, Ron still isn't convinced, because apparently Scabbers could have, you know, gotten into a fight with another rat, right? (laughs) That's logical. Um, But, he's been in the Weasley family for exactly 12 years. Ooh. What a coincidence. Um, And he's been losing weight ever since he heard Sirius was on the loose. Now, I find it interesting at this point. Like, Ron's still not convinced, right? He's like, no, it's because of Crookshank's. And then Harry, in his mind, is like, mm, that's actually a lie. It was before that, because they went to the Magical Menagerie to get him the rat tonic before Hermione even bought Crookshanks. The awesome mm-hmm. part of this chapter is, like, because we're Harry, reading it through Harry's eyes, you see those slight thoughts, and you start to believe the story, and, like, yeah. slowly yeah. it just, like, starts unfolding, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, like, this is crazy, but... I think it's real. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe does a really good job of, like, piecing your thoughts together yes. as you read it. Yes. Um, so, now we get to learn a little bit more about Crookshanks, who is not the cat that we thought that he was. Crookshanks he. is a boy. Okay. So, we know, not we don't learn this in this chapter, but we know that Crookshanks is part, measle. So I thought that I would bring up a little fact file on Neasles. Um, They're intelligent cat-like creatures that have a knack for spotting shady characters, which is perfect because Sirius tells us that Crookshanks immediately spotted that Peter was not actually a rat. 
Um, so they're small felines with large ears and lion-like tails. They can have flecked, speckled, or spotted coats. They appear to sense deception, and they can make loyal pets whenever they take a liking to a witch or wizard. So they're like a living sneakoscope. Yeah. Oh, I like That's that. That's a good comparison. They're a furry one that will cuddle <laughs> and purr. Yep, so even better. And doesn't whir. And doesn't whir. <laughs> Um, he, so Kirkshanks also recognizes that Sirius wasn't a dog. It did take a while for Sirius to gain his trust, but he did, and then Kirkshanks started helping him. So that's how we find out that Kirkshanks actually had been trying to capture Peter to bring him to Sirius. Yes. What do you think that first meeting between Sirius <laughs> and dog form and Kirkshanks was? All like, I picture is, like, Kirkshanks, like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> tail, like, puffed, arched back. <laughs> Pissing. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, like, how, like, I wonder how a dog and a cat communicate, you know? Like, is it all just telepathically? Maybe I'd say it'd be a little rough at first. Yeah. Oh! But then it was perfect. <laughs> check um, them out. But they'd say check me yeah. out. <laughs> so, he obviously was not successful in capturing Peter, so the next thing that he did was he stole the passwords for the Gryffindor common room for him. And we learn that Neville did not leave them somewhere. He had them on his bedside table, but that's where Kirkshanks took them from. Poor Neville. I know, poor Neville. Someone tell that to McGee. Yeah, but honestly, like, someone write to his grandma, too, because shame on the family because of those. Come on. Come, Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Peter got wind of what was going on, and he was catching on that clearly this cat is after him for some reason. Maybe he could somewhat communicate with the cat and, like, found out that he was working with Sirius. Like, who knows? Um, So he ran for it and faked his death again, and that is how... Because Crookshanks told Sirius that he left blood on the sheets, so Sirius was guessing he probably bit himself to get blood everywhere. What a turd. Honestly. So Harry all of a sudden here, like, backpedals and doesn't believe them again. And, I don't know, to me, like, it doesn't really make sense that he would stop believing them here, because I, I was, at this point when in the reread, I'm like, no, like, Harry, this is legit. Just believe him already. But he's like, all of a sudden, just, no, 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 hold on. This doesn't make any sense. Um, So, he doesn't understand that the secret keeper changed. So, he's still under the idea that Sirius gave up Lily and James. Um, Yes. Well, and when you think about how he's like, wait, no, this can't be true. Think about who he's heard this story from. Right. All those trusted adults that you, you know... He's a young kid, so he's like, of course you're right. Like, you wouldn't be wrong about that. You're going to believe somebody that you have established trust in already over... And who was, like, there, you know? And it's literally the wizarding world against these two people's word right Right. now, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, So Sirius confesses to Harry that he does still take the blame for their death, but not in the way that Harry's thinking. Um, Way to explain that now, before you were like, yeah, I killed him. I know. Honestly. (laughs) So he convinced Lily and James to change secret keepers, and they changed to Peter. Um, The night that Lily and James died, Sirius had already arranged to go and check on Peter to make sure that he was still safe, but when he arrived at his hiding place, he was gone. There was no sign of a struggle, and it did not feel right. So immediately he went to the Potters and saw what happened and understood. 
he realized what Peter had done at that point. Um, he could have been smart and like tried to make it look like something like Slughorn did. Yeah, right. I don't think he's smart. He's not smart. Mm, no. yeah. <laughs> like that, at least. He's smart in different mm. ways. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at this point, Lupin is like, okay, you've literally said everything you need to. Let's just show them. Like, give us scabbers. Uh, so they Ron hands him over after many questions of what they're going to do to his rat. They assure him he won't in the, die at this point. They're just going to show him. In the movie, I feel terrible for scabbers. I know it's not really a rat in that scene, but he's just like... Literally, like, ringing him. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ron is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. nervously, like, but what are you gonna do to him? Uh, so, Ron hands him over, and then finally, there he is. The transformation of Scabbers into Peter. I think it was a bit more dramatic in the film. Like, I, I mean, I liked reading it, but I loved how they were, like, shooting spells at him in the film, and it was, like, the piano, so you, like, heard the noises. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's jumping through the wall, and he transforms, like, in the hole in the wall. He goes, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> such a good actor for this yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. and a really great CGI for the transformation both from rat to human and then back human to rat yes. later whenever we see that again I like the human to rat yeah it's, it's awesome because really cool. you like his head gets small and he's still got he's whiskers like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. alright that's all I got alright so here's Peter and Sirius goes to raise his wand, but Remus stops him. Sirius is just, like, ready to kill him right yeah. away. Like, no explanation. There you go, kids. He really is a human. He's gonna die. Um, but Remus is like, no, 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 hold on. And he says, we've been having a little chat, Peter, about what happened the night Lily and James died. You might have been missing, you might have missed the finer points while you are squeaking around down there on the bed. <laughs> so I love, <laughs> Sirius is just, like, the go, 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 do it. And Remus, like, is just the calm but very, like, snippy. I'm just saying, Remus maybe prevented Peter from dying right here, though. Harry prevented Peter from dying. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh! Okay. Okay. So, Pettigrew has beads of sweat breaking out in his face, so clearly he knows he's in some deep stuff. He's noivous. Yeah. He's like, you don't believe him, do you? Like, he tried to kill me, Remus. And then he, like, almost breaks into hysterics. Yes. I just want to point out, like, he's clinging to Remus right now because Remus was really the only one that was his friend back in Hogwarts yes. days, right? So yeah. he's like, please believe me. It's like, uh, nah, bro. Nope. You, you messed up. So he breaks into hysterics. He's like, he's come to try and kill me again. He killed Lillian James. Now he's come to kill me too. You've got to help me. And quote, Blacks, hey, there's a deer outside. Oh Black my face. god! <laughs> Blacks, hey, there's a deer outside. It was right outside the window. Right it. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Black's face looked more skull-like than ever as he stared oh. at Pettigrew with fathomless eyes. So he's gosh dang, she's what? like super descriptive in these chapters. I feel like she gets like more descriptive as the books go on. Yeah, like glittering in your eyes and like all this other stuff. What, are you yeah. going to run out and kiss Megan? It's all the I babies. You... It's the babies. Like, oh, it's Lily. That's <laughs> what I said, but I had my thing on mute so you guys didn't hear me. <laughs> Sorry, we weren't ignoring you. No, I like, I said it, I was like, oh, I'm on mute, they can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Remus is like, Peter, calm yourself. No one's gonna kill you until we've sorted out a few things. So he's not saying no one's gonna kill you at all, but we got some stuff to talk about. So Peter gets hysterical again. He's looking around all wildly. He keeps looking at the boarded windows and the door. And he's like, I knew he'd come after me. I knew he'd be back for me. I've been waiting for this for 12 years. Remus is like, hold on. You knew Sirius was going to break <laughs> out of Azkaban when no one's ever done that before? <coughs> and Peter's like, he has dark powers the rest of us can only dream of. He must have been taught a few tricks by Voldemort. And Sirius laughed a horrible, mirthless laugh. He says, you who must not be na- he." He who must not be named. <laughs> you who must not be named. That is the episode title. Because because then when Sirius says Voldemort, Peter flinches at the name, and they're True. like, "Oh, you're scared of your master." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, "I don't blame you, Peter. His lot aren't very happy with you, are they?" So Peter's, like, muttering how he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. His breathing is faster. His whole face is shining with sweat. He's clearly very nervous, clearly very guilty. So Sirius says Peter hasn't been hiding from him the past 12 years, but from Voldemort's old supporters. Quote, I heard things in Azkaban, Peter. They all think you're dead or you'd have to answer to them. I've heard them screaming all sorts of things in their sleep. Sounds like they think the double-crosser double-crossed them. Voldemort went to the Potters on your information, and Voldemort met his downfall there. Ooh. And not all Voldemort's supporters ended up in Azkaban, did they? There's still plenty of them out there, biding their time, pretending they've seen the errors of their ways. If they mm. ever got wind that you were still alive. So Pettigrew tries to talk to Remus again, like, you don't believe all this madness. And again, I love Remus's responses. He's like, I must admit, Peter, I have difficulty understanding why an innocent man would want to spend 12 years as a rat. Truth. Truth. So he's, Peter's like, I was innocent, but I'm scared. Like, if Voldemort's supporters are after me, or, you know, you who must not be named, um, it was because I put their best man in Azkaban. So Sirius gets angry. His face contorted. He's like, how dare you, he growled, sounding suddenly like the bear-sized dog he had been. I, a spy for Voldemort, when did I ever sneak around? People who were stronger and more powerful than myself. But you, Peter, I'll never understand why I never, why I didn't see you were the spy from the start. You always liked big friends who looked after you, didn't you? It used to be us, me and Remus and James. So he continues to say that Lily and James only made Peter's secret keeper because Sirius suggested it. He says, um, he says it so venomously that Peter, like, takes a step backward. So Sirius is on fire. So Sirius thought it was the perfect plan. It was a bluff. Voldemort would surely come after Sirius. Not a useless, a weak, talentless thing like Peter. And it must have been the finest moment of his miserable life telling Voldemort he could hand him the potters. That's sad. Can you read what you wrote, please? (laughs) He was a talentless thing. He was a Apparently that's a real word because there's no red underline under it. What's a weka? What's What's a a weka? What's a weka with you? (laughs) So Pettigrew's still like, he's constantly, his eyes are darting towards the window and the doors. He's an ashen color now. So he's just getting worse as this night goes on. So Hermione very timidly asks Remus if she can say something, and Remus is all polite. He's like, of course, Hermione, go ahead. Like, they're in class or something. <laughs> and, uh, like, he's not just gonna, like, kill this dude. <laughs> right. 
Um, and Hermione's like, well, Pettigrew's been sleeping in Harry's dorm for three years. If he's working for Voldemort, how come he never tried to hurt Harry before? And Peter's like, yeah, thank you. Someone's trying to help me. Um, but Sirius shuts that down really quick because Peter never did anything for anyone unless he could see what was in it for him. So with Voldemort half dead, he's in hiding. Peter would never commit a murder right under Dumbledore's nose for the wreck of a wizard who'd lost all of his power. Yes, Tiffany. Plus, he's, like, living the dream. Right. right. You know he got Molly's food all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right? And all those snacks on just the like, train. Yeah, just, like, be snug. Maybe occasionally get turned yellow. You know? Come on. Right. Do you think he ever transformed, like, if he, like, ran off into, like, around their house where he was, like, hidden? Or I think, think he was so a cozy as a rat. Because that's yep. what he is. Because yeah. that's what he is. <laughs> Um, so then Sirius said, you'd want to be quite sure he was the biggest bully in the, on the playground before you went back to him, wouldn't you? So that's why he found a wizard family to take him in so he can keep an ear out for news in case Voldemort ever gained strength again, and then it would be safe to rejoin him. And Peter ain't got nothing to say to that. Do you you think that he chose the Weasleys, or do you think he just was like, oh, they're a wizarding family? I think I he just because like wizarding family. Because I mean, I think you could pick like he could have picked one that not <laughs> not that they don't that there would be families with absolutely no ties, but there'd be people that don't ever talk about it. You know what I mean? Where like he picked a family that if Voldemort was coming back and he his followers were starting to do things like Molly and Arthur don't shy away from it. You know what I mean? They know like once it really starts happening, they're like it's this is it. Like it's happening. He's coming back. Like. They aren't people that are going to deny it or anything. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. he would he picked, like, a good... Like, he ended up in a good family where he actually would hear information. I think, in my mind. Yes, Tiffany. So, do you... So, after he transforms and the alley takes off, right? All those muggles are dead. Sirius is taken away. Do you think he, like, went to Diagon Alley and was like, where can I go? Or went into the shop? Like, where did... Percy get him. I need a fanfic of where Percy found Scarabs. Like, like, did he, like, were the, were Molly and Arthur in the original order? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I know her brothers were. I don't know if they were. So here's my, here's my thought. I'll headcanon this. Someone can write it if they want. (laughs) He takes off. (laughs) LOL. Okay. Uh, he takes off, goes to Diagon Alley, right? He's, like, hiding, searching, looking for wizarding a wizarding family that he knows is on the other side for protection. He's not going to go, he's not going to join a family that is with Voldemort, because that's who he's, you know, running from. And, because he's a weak sauce. <laughs> And I think he chooses them. I think he recognizes that that's the that's a family that's on the other side, and I can hide out there. What are you laughing about? Well, you said he's a weak sauce, and I was gonna say he's like ragu, but that was really dumb. But then I said it anyway. <laughs> he's like ragu. Oh, ratatouille. Anyone? Oh, ratatouille. That's from the movie. So, yeah, no, please, someone write that fanfic, because that would be super cool. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, how Percy Swish Kevin. and Thick. <coughs> Somebody should <coughs> submit that to them so that they can talk about it on an episode. True story. All right, are we ready to talk about the stuff in a blue? Yep. I, I like blue. <laughs> So I'm going to apologize now because I wrote a lot because I want to talk about um, Azkaban a little bit more before going on to my section. So there's an article on Pottermore um, about like Azkaban. So we'll post that once, you know, this thing's out there. So first of all, if y'all didn't know that Azkaban was in the, uh, is a prison, Avs, in the middle of the North Sea and for dangerous witches and wizards and they actually put in our dock like where the north sea was so it's like kind of like in between like the united kingdom and norway um denmark and denmark and all that like it's you know you'll we can post the picture if you really want to or you could just google maps it <laughs> um, but i wanted to know like exactly where it was and so the building itself has been around since the 15th century and originally it was not a prison um and it was not on any map, wizarding, or muggle. And so it was probably built mostly using magic. It's um, home to Akrizdiz, I think is how you pronounce that. And it's E-K-R-I-Z-D-I-S. And um, he's there's a little bit known about him. He's a little-known sorcerer, extremely powerful, of unknown nationality. Um, he's believed to be insane, which, hearing about him, like, for sure. Dude, if you're living in the middle of the sea. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Yes. He was a practitioner of the worst kinds of dark magic or dark arts. He would lure, torture, and kill muggle sailors for pleasure. Ooh. And um, when he died, the enchantments on the island, like, um, also kind of died with him, basically. Mm-hmm. So the minister of magic was able um, to find, like, they, they found out the whole thing existed, the island and everything. Yes, Tiffany. It kind of reminds me of Sirens. Well, they, yeah. like, it's you say that. So I tried to, like, Google. I'm like, I want to know if there's any myths about the North Sea, like, of where, um, would you, why, what'd you just do? No, my page just disappeared. Oh. If this computer tries to restart, I will lose it. <laughs> um, but I tried to look up to see if there were any stories, that, like, of that nature, um, just specific to the North Sea. I couldn't find any. They were like, oh, here are myths about water creatures and such things. And um, so I kind of just tried to go with that a little bit. And like Tiffany said, um, with sirens, they would, um, let me read. I like shrunk my screen down. So now everything's like funk, not funky. If you like, want to know what a siren is, go to Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, uh, Safari closed and it won't open back up. So I can't you see it on your phone. Oh, you don't need it. Do you need to read anything? Well, I like to. I like to keep along with you. Okay. But um, sirens are mythical creatures. They're often dangerous and beautiful. They're usually portrayed as femme fatales. They lure sailors in with their enchanting music and voices, um, and then they end up shipwrecked, like on like rocky coasts of wherever they are, like their islands. Um, but that's like exactly like Tiffany said. That's what it reminded me when I first was reading about um, this island. I, yes. I wonder if like to lure them. I wonder if he like could like transform things or like the outside of whatever he was living in to like look like something that would like be like oh hey stop here or 
Or like I wonder if it had like um like a cloaking thing on it so like you don't even know it's there and you're gonna run right into it. I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? True. I don't know. Sucked in like a whirlpool. Um, so once, once the ministry knew like this, this island was there, they sent people obviously to investigate it. And it says in the article, like the people that went there refused to talk about it afterwards because it was like, uh, there, there had been so much, so many things, um, that had gone on there that were just like frightening. And they said the least frightening part of the place was that it was infested with dementors. So if that's the least frightening thing, like. That's mm. good gosh yeah yeah and then like that makes me think because it's infested with dementors like were they born on that island i wonder probably or were they like a thing do like, you think he created them that's kind of well i was thinking like not not so much that he purposely created them but he did so many dark things there that they manifested themselves yeah. because yeah. of all the horrible things that happened no that's but, total headcanon now Exactly. That makes sense. Because if he's experimenting with dark arts, like like you said earlier, like in all the things that he's doing, and what if it's like two super dark things, like a what? How do you? How do you, I never say it right? Inferiai? Inferiai? Inferior. Like mixed with something else, and it like produced a dementor, and oh, you know? Yeah. That's oh, that just think about. Sick to think about, and he's torturing these muggles. Yeah. So, um, some in authority thought that Azkaban should be destroyed, where others were afraid that, like, had that happened, had the island been destroyed, like, what's going to happen to the Deventers that are infesting the building and the island themselves? Like, where would they go? Are they going to start infesting, like, the United Kingdom, all of that stuff? Like, where are they actually habitat now? Like, humans, not humans, but, like, the actual wizards. Um, so the Dementors were already strong and impossible to kill, and many feared a horrible revenge if they took away their habitat where they thrived. So the walls even seemed to be steeped in misery and pain, and experts who had studied the buildings, or studying buildings built with and around dark magic, said that Azkaban might wreak its own revenge on anyone trying to destroy it. So, like, that's crazy to me, too, that... It, like, that also reminds me of its own. Yeah. And that yeah. reminds me kind of like of Hogwarts where there's magic built into the walls mm. itself. Like it's almost like its own sentient being. Yes, Tiffany. Right. When you guys started talking about how it has a mind of its own, Safari popped right back up and went to the dock. <laughs> no. And now I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> We're all alone in the basement. I know. <laughs> so... The island and the building and everything was left alone for many years, and so the Dementors continually continued to breed. Um, yeah. So once the international statute of secrecy was imposed, the Ministry of Magic felt that all of the um, small wizard prisons around posed a security risk. So they planned to make um, a new prison on a like some remote Hebridean island. Um, in the Ministry of Magic at the time, Democules Rao, and he was, um, I almost said head canon because now that's in my head. Yeah. He was Minister of Magic from 1718 to 1726. He scrapped those plans and worked towards using Azkaban as the new prison. And he claimed that um, Dementors could be used like with an advantage, using them as guards, thus saving Ministry time, trouble, and expense. Because, I mean, I doubt they'd have to pay them. Yeah. That's kind of like, I mean, not that Dementors are, like, nice creatures or anything, but I don't like how he's just like, oh, we're going to use them. You know what I mean? 
Pam and souls like, like they're gum. beings. It's like a it's it's a mutual probably mutually beneficial for them at this point in time true. for what they yep. want. Yeah. Um. So Raul didn't listen to uh, many of the experts and went ahead with those plans because a lot of them were like that's probably not a good idea. So soon a steady trickle of prisoners had been placed there, and what I find interesting is none ever emerged. So like oh, whatever shoot. you were going to Azkaban for, like you weren't coming out. Except Hagrid. Um, well, like, and it's interesting to me, too. Like, but who else? I think no one else be the Hagrid? only one. I think Hagrid's the only one that came out because he was innocent. And then Sirius, well, you'll see, there's two people that we know of that have escaped pre the breakout with um, Voldemort. Or with, you know, the Dementor, or, yeah, Death Eaters. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, if they were not mad and dangerous before being placed in Azkaban, they swiftly became so. Um, and then Raul was succeeded by Perseus Parkinson, who was also pro Azkaban, and then um, Aldrich yeah, Diggory, Parkinson. who figured, hmm. I was just said, oh, Parkinson. Yeah, connecting names. Well, and Raul. Yeah. Raul. Um, That's what I'm looking up right now. He's a Death Eater, right? It's mm-hmm. a Death yeah. Eater name. Mm-hmm. It's also um, a pure pure blood name. So um, Eldritch Diggory, who figured it was working well um, after 17 years because there were no breakouts or breaches in security. So he went to go visit the prison and then he saw how the prisoners were mostly insane and that there had been a graveyard established to accommodate those that had died of despair. And I said, whoa, what a way to die. Yeah. So like he saw how... um, not mismanaged, but almost mismanaged it was. Yeah. So he tried to get things changed, but he contracted dragon pox. And then I was like, do you think that someone purposely made sure that he contracted it? Mm. Like people that were pro Azkaban. So he yeah. wouldn't stop it. Oh. Um, and so then after that, no minister until Shacklebolt ever seriously considered closing Azkaban, which I find insane. Cause from what? 1700s, yeah. like 17, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Till now. No one yeah. thought to the nineties. To the nineties, yeah. That's what I mean. How long was Kingsley uh minister? I don't know. I didn't was look Was he up. right before uh Hermione? Yeah, did he go all the way through Hermione? I don't know. Um so they turned a blind eye to the conditions of the prison and they permitted it to be magically enlarged and expanded and rarely visited. So they justified their attitude by pointing out the perfect record of keeping prisoners locked up. And so we see the first prisoner um, who escaped was a young man who was smuggled out when his mother exchanged places with him. Uh, oh! The, the blind and loveless Dementors could not detect and would have never expected. So we now, now know this. That was that was, wow, words. That was Barty Crouch Jr. who will meet mm-hmm. in Goblet of Fire. Um, and I said, that's some mother's love. Am Honestly, I right? yeah, I yeah. was just thinking that. That's serious but, um, motherly love. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Sirius Black was able to escape single-handedly when he went to seek revenge on Peter Pettigrew. So, um, and then there was two mass breakouts involving Dementor, gosh, Death Eaters. And by this time, the Dementors gave their allegiance to Lord Voldemort, who promised them freedom and other such things. Mm-hmm. So Free then, under, souls. yeah. So other um, under Kingsley Shacklebolt, Azkaban was purged of Dementors, but it was still used as a prison. But now they have Aurors that were guards now that were regularly regularly rotated from the mainland. 
um, and there have been no breakouts since this new system was introduced. Yeah, you can't have you can't have your auras there too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, gonna... I think, like we said earlier, with the building itself being yeah. like almost sentient being, that they probably I I would even assume the prisoners still go a little mad. It probably is. All of- the death and destruction and all that stuff that has happened there. Yeah. It's going to confuse into other people. It probably Katie. has the same sort of feel as like a Horcrux almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. maybe he- not in like the angry way, but just like the like intense depression. Just, just down weird. on you and like yeah. you can't, yeah. you can't get rid of that thought. feeling until you leave that building. Like you're just drowning. Yeah. Do you think prisoners would choose to haunt the place? Who have died? I bet you they wouldn't even want to be there after. I wonder if they'd even they have the frame of mind on. to choose to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would figure they wouldn't, unless there's truly hateful person, which you've got to do some serious business to get put into Azkaban, but they would probably choose to, to go on rather than to, to stay there and make people, even you know, theoretically. Yeah. 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 Um, and then at the end of the article, she also talks about like the name itself. So the name Azkaban derives, she being JK Rowling, in case anyone doesn't know, <laughs> the name Azkaban derives from a mixture um, of the prison Alcatraz, which is its um, closest muggle equivalent, which I talked about in a previous episode, because um, it's being set on an island. And then Abaddon, which is a Hebrew word. Um, meaning place of destruction, and I can't read it because Megan's typing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Abedda Abba, oh, words. <laughs> uh, it sounded like you said Abba. Abba. Well, who knows? Which is a Hebrew word meaning place of destruction and depth or depths of hell. Crazy. Which is insane. Um, and then I also like, so I was trying to look up when I was looking up the myths and stuff. That apparently, like, I know that um, for people that don't know, like, if you put all of the continents together, they almost form, like, one giant, like, piece of land. And then there's Pangea. a piece. Correct. There's a piece of um, land missing around, is it, like, New Orleans or something like that? When And they called it Atlantis, right? Right. No. So, um, up stuff for... The North Sea, well, I guess there's, like, a piece of land. So they call it Britain's Atlantis, and they call it, like, um, like Doggerland or something. And they found, like, this land that would go, but it's, like, under the sea now. Because um, I was trying to, like, I want to know more about, like, the myths and stuff. But it's nothing. That, I'm reading an article. It says, just the mysterious Atlantis Doggerland is now nothing but a long-sunken and forgotten Stone Age habitat. Ugh. Like a cool thing, like... There's a piece cool. that connected all of that. Um, uh, things you you find when you look stuff up on the internet. Look what it's all you are with... doing. I like it. <clears throat> so, now that I'm done with my hour-long dissertation on Azkaban, <laughs> we'll talk about how one serious flag was able to escape from the horrible prison. Oh, okay. That's where we were going. <laughs> Is that where we're at in the chapter? Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 Doggerland because Sirius was in Azkaban and he's oh. a What? I'm just kidding. It's nothing a... to do <laughs> It's nothing to do with anything. So Sirius tells those in the room who are conscious how it all went down. Um, <laughs> Sirius starts by saying he, uh, hold on, I need to enlarge this. He doesn't really know how he did it, 
I think they only the only reason I never lost my mind is that I knew I was innocent, that there wasn't a happy thought, so the Dementors couldn't suck it out of me. But it kept me sane and knowing who I am. And I said, this dude lives with so much guilt, both him and Lupin, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. So Sirius was able to transform, become a dog, and the Dementors couldn't see because they're blind. Um, and they feel their way towards people by sensing their emotions. Mm-hmm. But they tell that Sirius's feelings were less human, less complex when he was a dog. But they just thought that he was losing his mind, mm-hmm. just like everyone else there. So the Dementors weren't really troubled by it. So Sirius was um, super weak, and he had no hope in driving them away without a wand. So, like, he couldn't really, you know, almost a Petrificus Totalis, not the spell that you use. He couldn't expect <laughs> to turn them away. <laughs> oh, my God. So then um, he sees Peter in the picture, and then he realizes he's at Hogwarts with Harry, and he's perfectly poised to act if one hint reached his ears about the dark side um, and them gathering strength against. And Peter would be ready to bring them Harry when the moment was right. If Peter gave them Harry, then, like, who would dare say he betrayed Lord Voldemort? So, like, in this, that's how serious his mind was thinking. Um, and he would, like, be welcomed back with honors, especially if he brought Harry alive to Voldemort. Can you imagine? Right. No. It'd be like Chris Day. And you get a Ferrari or something, whatever your little... A Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari. <laughs> you get a Firebolt. Firebolt. <laughs> So Sirius knew he had to do something and he was the only one that knew that Peter was still alive. And then Harry remembers what uh, Mr. Weasley had told his wife that Sirius had been talking in his sleep. He's at Hogwarts. And I said, like, um, in the book, it says, if it, it was as if someone had lit a fire in my head and the Dementors couldn't destroy it, but it gave me strength. It cleared my mind. So one night they bring him his food and he was able to sneak past them as a dog. They couldn't sense the animal emotions and they were confused. And Sirius was very thin and he was thin enough to slip through the bars. Um, And then he um, was able, like as a dog, to like swim to the mainland. And then he journeyed north, slipped into Hogwarts ground again as a dog. And he'd been living in the forest ever since. He would come out of the forest to watch Harry play Quidditch, and Sirius remarks that he flies as well as his father did. And I said, oh, the feels. Mm. And then I was supposed to say believe, but it says be be live. Be live! Crows black. Believe me, I never betrayed James and Lily, and I, I would have died before I betrayed them. Which is feels. And you also so- get, you, that, that line, it comes across in the movie mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he yells it to um, Peter, because yeah. he's like, "What would you have done?" And he's like, "I would have died. I like, would have you died you rather, rather than, than betray my friends." My friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good, Gary Oldman, man. Well, Gary Oldman, Gary Goldman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for that. I can thank you. <laughs> so Harry finally <laughs> believed. But he really couldn't say anything to Sirius because his throat was too tight to speak. And, like, reading that makes me want to ball my little bo- eyes out because I'm like... I thought you said ball my little butt off. I know. <laughs> ball my little eyes out. <laughs> uh, it's just so emotional. Like, you know, it, he. I think, like, this book, he finally, like... He's heard people that have met his parents and knows them. But this really is the one where he's finding out more about them and he's meeting his parents' friends. And it's... Yeah more real to him no pun intended with it's real to us um 
So Peter starts to freak out knowing his time is up and that no one is going to believe his baloney about being a victim. Vom, bomb. So he tries to grovel with Sirius, but I'm like... Why? Why would you even try? Yeah, yeah. Um, But he's disgusted by the mere presence of Pettigrew, and he said, there is enough filth on my robes without you touching them. Ouch. So then Peter um, goes to Lupin to get some sympathy, playing on the fact that Sirius, James, and Lily would have told him him had they changed the Seeker Keeper. Wouldn't they have? And so then he says, not if he thought I was the spy, Peter, said Lupin. I assume that's why you didn't tell me, Sirius. He said casually over Peter or Pettigrew's head. Forgive me, Remus, said Black. Not at all, Padfoot, old friend, said Lupin, who was now rolling up his sleeves. And will you in turn forgive me for believing that you were the spy? So right at that moment, all is forgiven between these two old friends and they're ready to seek revenge on who they used to believe was a friend and they will kill him together. You know, just two bips hanging out. They're going to do something <laughs> together. Gonna kill a guy. Just, you know, an easy Friday night. <laughs> so Peter, being the amazing coward he is, then scrambles to Ron and tries to get him to save him, saying he's been a good friend, begging Ron not to let them kill him. But Ron is, um, I said revulsed. I think I might have wanted to put repulsed. Probably. I would um, think so. I wrote this a while ago. And so he's shocked that he even let him sleep in his bed, which is kind of gross if you think about it. Like, well, you're an old man. Not old, but you're in your 30s and I'm, you know, what, 13? 14 now, but whatever. So Pettigrew keeps trying to get Ron to save his life. And then when Ron and everyone isn't taking anything Peter is saying, and he knows it's... um, Like, he turned then turned towards Hermione. He seizes her robes, begs for her help... She pulls her robes out of his grasp and is like, nah, bro. And then that leads him to finally turn to Harry and starts by saying he looks like his dad. Sirius is furious that he's speaking to him and he roars at Peter that he's not worthy to even talk to Harry. So um, Peter plays to Harry's sensitive side. Yep. I was just going to say that I love this part in the movie, too. I think that Timothy Spall does such a good job at like going person to person. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. begging for help. He, he calls her mind. He says, "Clever girl" yeah. or something. Smart girl, he goes, "Well, girl. yeah, Ron." He's like, if "It was your faithful friend" or something like this. And mm. yeah, I mean, did I mean, as far as movies go, like, yeah, there are parts that you're like, that wasn't in any of the books, and yeah. you're like, oh, I wish they would have put that in there. But then the parts, I want to really try and appreciate it more. The parts where they really do it justice, and I feel yeah. like this, this scene was great. It's really good. Yeah, he's you. Can, you can sense the panic and and how he's just literally going down the line of who he think is going to be more sympathetic, and that's why I think he does Harry last because oh for sure, you know Harry lost everything. Yeah, and another good thing. So like when I was doing um, my notes for the next couple of chapters, I was looking at the illustrated copy of this book. And what I love that Jim K does is that you really see, um, cause you see Sirius, you see, I don't think you see Lupin in this chapter, but you see, um, Pettigrew and you see Sirius or, um, Snape, you see all of them and they look their age, but they all look like they've been through everything. Like it's so mm. perfect. It's a great visual. So if you have the illustrated copy, look at it. 
<laughs> just in general. It's just amazing. I can't wait to, um, speaking of illustrated copies, when I read to Alana for oh. the first time, we're going to do all illustrated copies. So she you can... think you're going to cry? I mean, I sob my way through books now. <laughs> Like, be like, mom, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. There's this book that says, like, something about how much, like, this little bunny loves the, the daddy or mommy bunny. I don't really know which one. And I was like, I love you this much. Like, so I can't even imagine how I'm going to read my favorite, yeah. my favorite books to her. I'm I- excited to, like, live it through her again. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I can just imagine her being like, Aunt Sarah, I'm gonna I wanna talk about Harry Potter and I was like, Yes, let's do you have like hours? <laughs> so like since I can set this up for her, this is totally I mean it's on the subject of Harry Potter, but since I can set this up for her, um, I think the goal is to read a book, watch a movie, read a book, watch a movie. And I am not gonna tell her any of the outcomes. Like it's gonna be all fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll probably start that when she's... Think of, like, the conversations you get to have with her, because you know everything. So you're going to be like, so what do you think about, like, Sirius? Or what do you think about Severus? What do you think about this? Who yeah. gave him that? You know, it's going to be great. I'm a really bad liar, though, so hopefully I can keep <laughs> that She can talk to me about it, because I'm great. <laughs> I'll have great conversations with her. All right. So <laughs> going back to this chapter... So Peter plays to Harry's sensitive side that his father would have shown him mercy. Lupin and Black throw him to the floor, trying to get the truth out of him. And Peter says, serious, serious, what could I have done? The Dark Lord, you have no idea. He has weapons you can't imagine. I was scared, serious. I was never brave like you and Remus and James. Yeah, duh. I never meant it to happen. He who must not be named forced me. Mm. So Sirius responds with anger, telling him that he knows that he had been passing information to Voldemort for a year before Lily and James died. Peter Where the was heck do they died. come across each other anyway? I don't know. You had to be out there, buddy. I don't want to yeah. hear you. Well, dying. you know, like I, I can reading it, like thinking of like Lupin and um. Sirius, like Sirius and Remus, like really wanting to hear it from Peter's own mouth, being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "We want you to tell us." Like, yeah. I can imagine being them and being like angry, like, "Just yeah. be honest with me. Don't lie. We know it was you. We just want to hear that confirmation." Yeah. Ugh, so many emotions. God, he must have been so tempted to get power or um, recognition that uh, I don't see. A moment just, where he would have been like casually hanging out with some Death Eaters and be like, oh, hey, you want to come on over? Like, no, I guarantee that it was super dangerous for you to seek them out. But I bet you that you went and you sought them out. I can just see him thinking like, well, I'll get, you know, you know, more powerful on the other side or I could be something over there. I have a connection to what's these people's faces and I bet you, when he goes to wherever he knows they're at, I bet he found out through the order where some Death Eaters were. I bet he probably almost died trying to get into there mm. to talk to them, to give them this information. And I hate him for it. Yeah. Well, and, and thinking, like, I guarantee you that Voldemort even looked at him being like, I know what kind of person you are. You're a snitch. You're 
snitching on these people where, yes, I'm going to take this because it's going to benefit me in the end. But you see, like, even in book four that he's, like, saying stuff to him about like I, how, like... I repulse you. And, yeah, and, like, yeah. all of that. Like, he knows exactly, like, he has not changed. He's going to go wherever he thinks it's going to be beneficial for him. And Voldemort mm-hmm. knows that, like, you're yeah. a coward and yep. you're always going to be a coward. That's why I gave him that dang hand, man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Meg. Peter, at this point, too, like, is going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, he will say anything that he thinks will even give him a chance mm-hmm. of getting I out think, of this alive. I think he would do that in any situation. Like, yeah, he's one yep. of those types of people that, like, I'm going to tell you what I think you want to hear based on what's going to serve me the most. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. hmm Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Peter asks, what was to gain from refusing him? And Black responds with a, duh, innocent. Um, the innocent, really. But Sirius doesn't, un- or he doesn't understand. Voldemort would have killed Peter. He had to do something. Then you should have died, roared Black. Died rather than betray your friends, as we would have done for you. And, like, just thinking that in and of itself, Ugh. where they would have in that moment, in that time where, like, because right. they didn't know that yeah. he had been betraying them for a whole year. Ah. He would have, in that moment, died for him. And he would not, clearly didn't do the same. For scum. So then, Black and Lupin, shoulder to shoulder, raised their wands, wands ready to kill Peter. <laughs> they just raise, threw on him. Raise your wand! Throw him! <laughs> Broken leg and everything. <laughs> he will win! <laughs> um, so... He should have known if big old V-Man didn't kill him, they would have. So Harry intervenes, and despite every true reason, Peter is a grade A piece of garbage. Mm. And Sirius reminds him of that. So uh, Harry wants them to take Peter to the Dementors. And uh, he can go to Azkaban, because, you know, he deserves it. Yep. So Pettigrew tries to thank Harry, but he isn't doing this for him. Harry believes his father wouldn't have wanted his real friends to become killers for that rat. Which is think true. About you know? that. Think oh, about that. Think about that on Harry's So then Sirius tries again to make sure Harry is 100% sure that this is what he wants. If anyone deserves Azkaban, though, it is Pettigrew. Mm-hmm. So Lupin has Pettigrew tied up, bound, and gagged, and then he goes for Ron, or to Ron, straps his leg up um, so he can take him to Pomfrey to get it fixed, because even is like, I'm not as good as Pomfrey, so like, I'm just gonna do this, and yeah. <laughs> so he taps his wand and says, Ferula, and I googled it, and it says one of the Latin translations is Rod, which I thought mm. that's cool, because you know, it's like a split. when you need to stabilize um, a broken limb, yeah, like my yeah. guess is you use a splint, so you're splinting it typically with a hard piece of, depending Something. on what you have around, usually plastic, wood, something like that. Cool. Um, so they are all preparing to leave. Hermione asks the important question, but what about Professor Snape? <laughs> eh, he's been forgotten. <laughs> Take a little snooze. <laughs> a little snoozle. So Lupin suggests that they don't revive him until they get back to the castle, and that's probably a good idea. Yeah. And so they use mobile... Mobile corpus to bring him along. I like and that. that. Y'all don't know translates to like you're, they're moving a body, like the body. Mo- mobile, mobile corp, a cor- corpse. corpse. Yeah. Which, yeah. 
Um, so Sirius suggests two people get changed to Pettigrew so we can't escape. So um, Lupin and Ron volunteers for you. Oh my God. I literally just watched that movie the other day. That's funny. Good so, movie. Um, one is chained, like each are chained to like his side, so Pettigrew's in the middle. So once they're chained, the gang's ready to leave. And then they have Crookshanks lead the way out of the shack. And uh, that's the end of the chapter. Good old Crookshanks. I want to. Re- doesn't it say something cute about Crookshanks at the in the last sentence? I'm trying to, trying to find it. I can't scroll fast enough. Um, it says Crookshanks leapt lightly yep. off bed and led the way out of the room. His bottle brush tail held jauntily high. I love mm. that. He's I like, did oh, um, oh, have yeah. it out or underlined. We got him. We got do, 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 do. That's probably literally what that little Neasel's thinking. He's like, oh yeah, look at us. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Maybe he'll transform back into a rat, and I did so good, they'll let me eat him. Yeah, he probably <laughs> that. I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> hungry. <laughs> um, so... so... We asked a ton of questions throughout this episode. We did. Um, well... What do you got? We have a listener that sent us an email with some questions that actually fit this chapter really well. To it, to it, baby. Um, It's Paisha. Paisha. So shout out to Paisha for emailing us these. Thank you. Um, And they're good. So first. (laughs) And they don't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you were serious, but you couldn't kill Peter, what would you do to him instead? I'm never serious. I like to be a very funny person, so. <laughs> I would do, like, nonstop tickle spells. Yeah, that's torturous, if, man. I'd make him If run. I couldn't kill him? Yeah. Yeah. Cruciatus, baby. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> guys, I'm not going to lie. I was going to say the same thing, Sarah. <laughs> you kill my best friend? Yeah. No, bro. Yeah. I'm going to make like, sure you suffer. Just tickle him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will no, say. Let me really torture you. <laughs> no, but they do say like, um, like people have said like if you're tickling someone for more than like a couple of minutes, and they like they, it becomes like an abusive situation where you're like you're con- constantly tickling someone. That is a form of torture. Dang. Waterboard them. I, I, I was gonna be like, are you gonna say Pistol. waterboarding next? <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say make a run on a rat wheel for the end of time, but oh my god. <laughs> Who's that Greek guy that had to push the boulder up and then he'd like have to do it every day? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, crap. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next up is who smelled worse, Sirius or Peter? Sirius. Peter. Peter. I think Sirius. No way. Peter could like have a rat bath. Yeah. Yeah, but rats. But Peter smelled from the inside <laughs> out. Siri just you know talked what I mean? to Katie. <laughs> Sorry. Here he did? Yeah. yeah. She was like, I don't know, say? Katie. <laughs> no, like, oh. oh, good evening, Katie. <laughs> yeah, that's like when my Alexa starts talking and I'm like, I didn't say anything to you. <laughs> I think, because I just said no one listened, that Peter smelled rotten from the inside out. We're oh, serious, probably smelled a little bit on the outside. So they keep could have taken a bath in like a stream or something in the I'm middle of the forest. forest. Yeah. Okay. He just has oh, okay. See, rats just I've had rats and they make amazing pets, but they smell. they do smell. It's kinda like a Do ferret. they not bathe correctly? No, they do, but no, they just they have were. a smell. I bet you Ron also scent. never 
gave him a bath. You they... know what I mean? He doesn't seem the type. But like, oh, Ron. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Last lightning bolt round. And well, I guess I mean from these, I don't know if anybody else has any, but um, if you could have a whomping willow, like buy it from Lowe's or something <laughs> to protect your house, would you? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Oh my god, but I would Can train I carry it? one on my person to knock people away so like don't talk to me? <laughs> It'd be like a little like a <laughs> like little Groot. <laughs> oh, oh would it dance do you think like Groot does? Little baby Groot? Yeah. <laughs> I would Maybe. plant it in my front yard, but I'd train it to like know like when I come out of the house it wouldn't attack me and I'd like fist yeah. its branches like hey dude, yeah. what's up? Ooh. Going off to work. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my god. I would want it to know, like, people I like, and then everybody else would be like, nah, yeah. don't come over here. The poor male guy pulls up. <laughs> I didn't train Unless him you to got not my you yet. On packages, you can get out. <laughs> Pizza guy is okay. Don't right. hit that guy. Great. We're fine. And Sam well, like, cookies, you'll tell, like, okay. I just ordered food. <laughs> yeah. I like oh man really all right those are awesome i love i like uh send us more guys yes. email us more questions. Any questions i might want to ask you guys do you want to put put it as like a, a pinned post yeah in the i can group? do that yeah i like that all right and like See. you can also if 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 you are still on like a few episodes like earlier ones we'll still ask them yeah. in these episodes oh, yeah, like definitely. it doesn't matter you know what i mean it if it's have pertaining to, to like a past book or yeah yeah. Or you can just... All we ask is that it's a Harry Potter us. question. Yes. Yeah. Message them to us, too. That's an easy way for us to kind of keep track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we can just insert them in the episode or just read them from the phone. All right. What do we have as far as lightning bolt questions from us? I'm trying to think, man. I don't know. I don't either. If you were Harry, would you have saved Peter? No. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I would Because you know what I thought of? Harry's like, well, if he's gone, there's no... If he's dead, there's no proof for you. Serious? Yeah, there is. Peter Pettigrew's alive. He's believed... Well, not alive, but there's his body. He was believed Mm -hmm. to be dead for 12 years. Look, here's... Remus has a story. Dumbledore would totally back them up. Yeah. Here's Peter's body with the missing finger. Like, it makes sense. I'm not, I uh, I, I can't think, decide someone's fate. I think, like, with the reason, uh, part of the reason, I think, is like you said, Harry, being like, um, there there would be no proof for Sirius being innocent. But another part is, like, he's literally thinking of his father's best friends and trying to save their souls. Because once yeah. you kill someone, there's no coming back from that. Like, I think right. that changes yourself this is totally random but do you have plates on your wall with pictures of cats they're umbrage plates <laughs> I did not... how long have they been there a, a long while. time one of our I've listeners sent them to us i just saw those as well one of our <laughs> listeners sent them to us hannah thanks hannah well the, the top one kind of looks plate. like icky so i thought you had them made <laughs> that's i wouldn't put that past us at all no i wouldn't either which is why i asked <laughs> I will say though that I don't think I I definitely would have been like no let him rot in prison, don't kill him. Yeah, let the know. let the Slytherin decide. I would have been like go for it, Lupin, go for I it, feel serious. Like kill I was him. Like, a killer of that dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Lupin's killed other people, but I'm sure that they could get away with it though. 
I just wonder, like, Listen if 13-year-old me <laughs> would have said the same thing, you know what I mean? Like, me now, I would be like, don't, not even knowing everything, I would be more like, like, Harry being like, no, don't kill him. I'm trying to, A, save your souls, and B, I want you to, like, make sure that you're, like, people know that you're innocent. Perfect. But I think, like, 13-year-old me would have been like, kill him. Yeah, yeah, not me. Thought it takes a special um, person, you know. Yeah, that's Harry. Yeah, we gave him a lot of flack, but you know what? He's a pretty cool dude. He's a pretty. Yeah, cool I like dude. Harry more and more yeah. as we continue on. When we this is related, I swear. When we went and saw um, Deathly Hollows in the theater again, and I was sitting there, and, and I mean, it's different watching the movie in the movie theater because there's yeah. no distractions. You can't look at your phone; mm-hmm. like you're fully focused on the movie. Right. And I was just watching this and like falling in love with it again, which is like weird because I've literally never fallen in love with, fallen out of love with Harry Potter. Right. And like here I am thinking Harry effing Potter, like all <laughs> of these feels still, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was to watch it again, like I'd need to see it in the theater, like Deathly Hallows, because I almost refuse to watch it like now, only because I know I'm gonna cry a lot and I don't want to. <laughs> so like when it's on, I won't watch it. Like I'll watch all the other ones, but like the last two, I'm like, no, because I don't want to cry. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. But now reading the books, like they make me want to cry. Like I was crying reading rereading this one. It's very yeah. sad. It was crazy. Especially like... because now we know what happens. Right. And it's like, oh, gosh. It's just crazy how, like, you can revisit this. Like, I know the story, you know. I know, I mean, I'm learning something new all the time. Yeah. But, like, you know, you know the story. But then I go and see this movie that I've seen a thousand times. And it still, like, makes me cry. And it makes me laugh. And, like, it gives me mm-hmm. all of these home feelings and... It's just nuts that it, it's it's really powerful. Yeah. And it's magical. That's Harry Potter. That's my soapbox for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think you can read the fan story. I don't know if we have any more questions to um, ask slash answer. Yeah. So, this one, I have to say thank you because they phonetically spelled out their name. Because it's a little hard, but I'm probably still <laughs> gonna mess it up. But I'm gonna try. So this comes from Lisa Shalayeva. 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 I think Shilayeva. that's good. Yes, Lisa. So <laughs> when my dad introduced it, introduced Harry Potter to me, I was six and I didn't understand it at all. Six months later, I tried again unwillingly. I was stuck mm. in the book and flashed through it. So this is either six or seven. Yeah? Six and a half or yeah. seven, yeah. When I asked to watch the film, I was told to read all of them. <laughs> Go, parents! <laughs> yeah. I was a bit upset, but I didn't realize how much more I had to read. Eventually, I watched the films one and a half years later. Now, here I am, ten years old, having read Harry Potter five times and reading wow. it again with you guys. Aww. I really can't say how grateful I am to you for doing this podcast. I have anxiety and depression, so it feels so good to have something to turn to after school. Thanks so much. Say hello to Florence for me. Florence says hello back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful this. day. <laughs> I love this. Like, I think, Lisa, you may be not our youngest, but one of our, one of yeah. our younger yeah, listeners. Definitely. 
Um, we very much appreciate it while you're listening to yeah. us and reading Harry Potter. Kudos to you for picking it back up, just like we all did, but we were a little yeah. older. Except for Tiffany, she loved it right away. And Right. <laughs> and, like, awesome that you, I mean, you clearly love it as much as we do. Yeah. So thank so you. So shout out to you. Shout out to Lisa. Thank you for sharing your story and giving Florence a little shout out. Yeah. Florence loves ya. Honey. <laughs> Love ya, honey. <laughs> uh, you guys, I have something sad to share. What? Fozzie was sitting outside this door, like, almost the whole time. Oh, I couldn't buddy. hear him because of my headphones. Oh, Why? He's going to get a bone. I love you. He would have been mad because we were talking about utter dogs. True. Utter dogs. Utter dogs. (laughs) 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 He's looking at me like, where are they? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. All righty. All right. Swish and Flick podcast can be found on all the different social media channels. We're Swish and Flick podcast on Facebook and Swish Flick cast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, and all of our podcasts are posted there, as well as some blogs. Um, You can, lastly, support us on Patreon and get exclusive access to The Felix Files, our bi-monthly bonus episodes. You get a chance to be a guest on The Felix Files, join us on our monthly Zoom hangout, giveaways, and much more. So you can find us there at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. And thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our current patrons. You're amazing. Yes. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. You're going to want to be a patron. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. You might have gotten a little bonus episode this week. Well, no, last week. Yeah. (laughs) Myself. Um, And then lastly, all information about us can be found on our website at swishflickcast.com. You can find places to subscribe to us, links to all the stuff we talk about all the time, as well as our merchandise. We're going to be having some new Swish swag, aren't we? Yeah. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Hey. And I have some ideas that I literally just thought of. We might want have face. something planned for the ending of Prisoner of Azkaban. Hey, so. um, I don't know what that is. I only know well, Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, listen, Azkaban. we'll <laughs> fill you in later. Yeah. We can't take time from the podcast to give you all the details. Sarah, you just broke down Azkaban. Where's the breakdown oh. of Azkaban? Um, yeah, That's if you true. listen to if you listen to it, I we figured out that Harry is a wizard. Yeah, but what's oh. a wizard? But, but what's a wizard? We don't know yet. We're gonna have to continue on our reading. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna figure out what a wizard is. All right. Uh, reading. <laughs> I'm reading. Let's end this so I can go hang out with my daughter. Your daughter. <laughs> my niece. <laughs> So instead of taking time to plug all of our other projects today, I wanted to plug a very special project um, from some listeners who are putting a podcast together called Swish and Thick. I believe that it should be debuting in a couple weeks from when this episode comes out. That's the plan. Um, so Lacey and Jess, our two awesome listeners, are starting Swish and Thick, which is going to be a fan fiction sister episode to Swish and Flick. Uh, where they're going to talk about fanfics that you guys submit to them, maybe some of our listeners write, uh, and they're just going to discuss fanfic. So if you're a huge fan of fanfics, go to <laughs> Swish and Fic 
on Facebook and like their page. They write, write, they give you writing prompts because they're kind of trying to gather stories to talk about in the newest, in the upcoming episodes and debut episodes. Um, so head on over to their Facebook page and they have an Instagram and a Twitter and everything. Go follow them. Um, and be excited to hear the new podcast coming out. Yeah, they got some cool stuff planned, so. Yeah. Get ready to check them out. Check <laughs> me out. Check me out. <laughs> Sorry. Meow. All right. Tis all. Tis all. Tis all. Okay, so that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. This is 61. I completely don't remember recording 60 at all. Like, I keep telling myself, we recorded it, we recorded it. And then, like, I go back, and then I'm like, I don't know if we did. Like, and then I'm like, no, I remember reading this. Oh. Ooh. Maybe I'll light you instead. Oh. Oh, wait. God, you smell good, bro. Can't uh, can't quite get the itch. <laughs>